Shalom everybody, we're continuing in this amazing discourse from Rav Nosin in the Kutel Achot, section Yoredea, the laws of Chadash, the new grains, the new crops, discourse number four, Halacha Dalit. <coughs> we're now going to complete uh, paragraph number nine, where Rav Nosin is giving us unbelievable encouragement to just keep on going in life and to believe that it's going to it's going to pay off. There's going to be a payoff for not giving in. He's going to explain. But first, Rav Nosson is going to point out a seeming contradiction, like a big question mark. This discourse of Rav Nosson is based on Likutei Moran Lesson number 19. And Rav Nosson is now going to point out a seeming contradiction to what he had mentioned earlier, and he's going to mention it again, to what's mentioned in the lesson. So he says like this, Rav Nosson, we're two-thirds in this paragraph number 9 in this discourse he says like this Rav Nosin a person has to know that even though it said Rabbi Nachman mentions in Likute Moran lesson number 19 that complete holy tongue and mastery of, of the covenant, in other words, rectified sexual purity, are interdependent, which means that you can't come to one unless you have the other. You can't come to what's called Tikkun Abrit, rectified covenant, unless you have complete holy tongue, and vice versa. You cannot come to complete holy tongue unless you have rectified covenant, like was the case with Joseph. Yosef HaTzadik, he was tested and purged in the area of Tikkun Abrit, and then he came to what's the power of the, of the tongue, which was illustrated in Pharaoh's fear that, that, Yaak, that Yosef just said the word, and all of the grains that the Egyptians stored went rotten. And he said, if he can decree on the grains to go rotten, what if he decrees upon us that we die? So if he tells you guys, if he tells you Egyptians to do circumcision, listen to what he's saying. Whatever he tells you to do, listen. So we see that he had a master of the holy tongue. That's called Shlemut Hashan HaKodesh. So Rilachman is pointing out in the lesson that they're interdependent. And that's not what Rav Nussin said earlier. Rav Nussin says, if you're not there yet, so Davin. So you would think, what is my Davining help? If I'm so far from rectified covenant, how does my prayers help? I'm not there yet. How can it move something? So Rav Nosen says, again, even though in the lesson, Likud Temuran, lesson 19, Rabbi Nachman says that these two points, complete mastery of the holy tongue, of the holy language, of prayer, and guided, guarded covenant are interdependent. Meaning what? That if, God forbid, somebody blemishes the covenant, sexual immorality, abuse of the covenant, he cannot merit to come to complete holiness, completion of the holy tongue. And if that's the case, people hear this, they raise their hands even before the battle. Each person, every person when hearing this, they'll be shocked, they'll be left like uh, in shock. Because according to this, it's an expression from the Gemara. Nafal pita bevera. The bread fell in the in the in the in the in the ditch. You can't get to it. The solution is stuck in the ditch. My solution is is the bread, but it's that's an expression in the Gemara. But nafal pita bevera that it's fallen into the ditch, and I and I, where do I begin from? 
ומה הועילו חכמים בתקנתם, מה שגילה לנו עצה להכניע רע כולל על ידי השתלמות דשא לקודש. What do the sages help us in their in instituting the following? What, that, that, that they revealed this amazing advice to subdue the all-inclusive evil which is attacking me, which is blemishing the covenant, that the way <coughs> to attack it, to fix it, is through complete holy tongue. If they're interdependent, <laughs> how could it help? The, the solution is dependent on fixing the problem. And I can't even get to the solution, that means. Each one is interdependent. And therefore, just to clarify in proper words, Someone who has, yet not, has not yet left even a bit from his all-inclusive evil, he's still trapped in evil, so he can no way come to complete holy tongue. And he says in the lesson, but to come to leave the evil, all-inclusive evil, you need the holy tongue. You need mastery and completion of the holy tongue. So where do I begin? Vaim can, Rav Nosson strengthening the question. So therefore, where will such a person's salvation come from then? The solution is dependent on the problem. I want to solve the problem of the solution, but to get to the solution, I need to first fix the problem first. So where do I begin? Rav is pointing out a good question. Ach, be'emet, his answer. However, in truth, Yesharim darchei Hashem v'tzadikim yelchu bam v'chule. He's quoting a verse from Isaiah, from Hosea, Hosea, where it says that the ways of Hashem are straight, are just, and the tzadikim will, will walk upon them. In other words, there's room for hope here also. Because definitely, to merit to come to complete, maximum completion in holiness, for sure it's impossible. Only if a person comes to both of them together, simultaneously. To complete holy tongue and rectifica- rectification of the covenant, sexual purity, that, that these two items are interdependent. So there's no alternative. If you want to come to completion of mastery, of holiness in these areas, i got to take care of both of them together. For sure, we're not talking about that. Aval, however, if a person has not yet merited to come to this yet, to tackle both of these areas together and to come to completion of his mastery in his in his holiness of his complete holy tongue and also in guarding the covenant. So if he's not there yet, so tzarich, the rule is what to do? Tzarich adam makom A person, a man, must begin from the beginning point that he begins with, whatever it is. Doesn't matter from what aspect. Just he should start from whatever is close to him, within close reach and proximity. With any good point that he can find. Which is good for his soul and his upper soul. He's obviously saying that prayer is what you start with. Because definitely no good word, no word of holiness is ever lost. This is in connection to what he said yesterday. And even if the person is so low as he is, he's rotten and lost and upside down, and yet such a person will speak words of holiness to God. Such a person, even though he is as he is, 
a lost case, God forbid, he still has within his power, his ability, his strength, to strengthen himself through his power of choice, his power of free will, to speak holy words. Again, the attack of the Yetzirah in such a scenario, ah, forget it. What value are your holy words? Look how you're so sunken in impurity and darkness. What is it going to help? The answer is, it's going to help. Because every word of goodness, you don't see the immediate results. You don't see it. It's understood you don't see it. You're trapped in such darkness. First, you don't see it. But it's accumulative. It's accumulating. Meaning what? Not to argue, it's going to waste anyways. It's not going to waste anyways. The good that you say is kept on reserve. Another word, another good word. You, a person has fallen and he continues to fall. He continues to sin. But in this process of just going downhill, he lets out a peep here, a peep there. He, he, he says a holy word. Hashem, save me. Help me to come out. You would think, ah, what does it help? He has to make more of an effort. He has to do something. But the guy, the poor guy can't do anything. He's so broken. He's totally weak when it comes to action. And that we can say he's lost his ability of free will because he doesn't know what to do. So where is this free will? That he still expresses his inner desire for good and it comes out in the format of prayer. That is his key for salvation right now. It says this is his test. How he's going to get out? How? Whatever it is. People say all these, these life coaches, everything. The person has to be squeezed enough in order to fight back. But to get that energy to be squeezed and to fight back and to become... You know, to bring out the real potential in a person, it starts with speech. That's what he's saying here. It's accumulative, collective. The words add up. And what you have to do, what you should do, what you can do, what you must do, when low as you, as a person is, is to say a peep, to say a word, a good word. And he calls them good points. These are called good points. Like we just read earlier. That even though the person is broken and he's lost and he's blemished and everything, the holy words he says, and we went into this yesterday also, the last class, that even though the person himself is upside down, he's trapped in the Targum, in the admixture of good and evil. And yet from that, he says a good word. So now what he's doing is elevating the good in his Targum. And by saying words of holiness, this Rav Nosen calls Shlemut Hashanah Kodesh. It's completing the holy tongue. Only such a person from a Targum attitude of an admixture of good and evil. And from that admixture, he lets out a call to Hashem. As opposed to people who don't do that at all. People who just, they've given up and there's no connection at all to holiness and Judaism and, and words of holiness, no words of purity, nothing. This person is making an effort. Again, you would think, what does it help? It does help. He said, this is what completes the holy tongue. Okay? Rav Nosen's words are very powerful. And if a person will be abundant, will be consistent, and will consecutively add in words of holiness, of prayer, of, of Torah study, says, sorry, of prayer and of Itbodidut, personal meditation, personal words. Sof kor sof itkabtsu ve'azrulo be'almaden u be'almadeate. Period. Unbelievable. In the end, all of these words will add up, accumulative, 
and they will come to his aid, come to his assistance, Rav Nosson's words, both in this world and the next world. You would think, this guy is just investing for the world to come. This world, he's lost. He's lost case. Let him, let him die in peace, at least. He's saying, no, the words of holiness that the person has spoken will come to save him even in this world. He will come to the salvation that he was so much yearning for already in this world. Unbelievable. Rav Nosson is saying it, clearly. Vechen, and also, that's with speech now. But how about now facing tests? The person always falls into the test. Specifically, let's be open, in test of sexual immorality. Okay? The person has a test. We, know, we already know the pattern. He has a test, he falls. He has a test. He's like addicted. There's a test. What's the use of testing me, Hashem? You know automatically, 99.99%, I'm going to fall into it. Okay? So the person has... A, a normal tendency, and we know already the outcome. He's going to fall to doing it. He says, even in that area, If now, once a person says, I'm going to hold back at least five minutes before falling in, wait a second, I'll try to do something, not to just fall in like I normally fall into it. I'll try to, I would try to conquer my evil inclination for a little while, even if the person afterwards falls into doing it, and again, you would think, so what does it help? What does it help? What did it help? You're holding back. If in the end you kept on falling. He says it's accumulative also. Even every drop of with, uh, refrain, withdrawal, not falling into the test, is never lost. amazing talking to the people of this generation. That even if a person has not yet merited uh, still to come to complete rectification of his covenant of sexual purity. Nevertheless, so much as a person has merited from time to time to try to overcome his, 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 evil, his natural wrong tendency, and he tried to draw himself from the evil, even if it was for a little bit of time. But he did some effort. That is never lost. And he says, Even like he said, he fell, in the, he fell into it in the end. It didn't work out in the end. Even if it didn't work out for him as it should have. In other words, he held himself back, but then he just fell in. Like Rabbi Nachman explains, I don't know exactly, I forgot offhand where Rabbi Nachman goes into this. Rabbi Nachman explains the verse from Psalms chapter 89, verse 10. That when there's a strong tide, like a big wave, Hashem, you break them. And in that lesson, Rabbi Nachman connects that every effort a person makes, there's a wave coming, he tries to fight back, so it adds up, it's accumulative. That's the idea, basically, that comes out from there. So Rabbi goes into this, that everything adds up and doesn't go to waste. Every effort a person makes to try to make some holiness, even if in the end you see that it didn't work out, wait, wait, and wait, and in the end, the pers- this person will make it. Rabbi Nachman says, all of these matters, it's impossible to explain explicitly in writing all, everything that's needed in, this, in these details. Rather, anyone 
who wants to really, honestly, sincerely the truth and does not want to fool themselves will understand many other ideas that come out of what we've spoken here in this paragraph.